Good day everyone, happy new month. Welcome to the month of October and I want you to know that this month is a month of divine settlement and a deep launch into the spirit and I trust God to do that for us in Jesus name. Amen. This is Eve's Vitals Foundation EVF and I still remain Okini Evelyn Oluchi. Okay, we thank God for last month's series, which was the September series, and we dealt with the topic on your way to destiny, let go, recover, and receive. And for this month, the Lord has packaged another awesome topic for us, and it's tagged engaging the spirit, a better way to live. Yes, engaging the spirit, a better way to live, and I pray that we're going to have a very deep launch into the spirit in our lives in every aspect in jesus name amen so without further ado i would like to introduce the topic so i want us to know that as far as life and man is concerned he is a comp- he is composed sorry of three distinctive parts the body the soul and the spirit the body takes the physical feature um we which we could refer to as the flesh while the spirit and the soul resides inward okay after reconciliation that is the prize and victory won by our savior jesus christ man was restored and god's work started on man's spirit renewing man's spirit into the very nature of god because god is a spirit being okay and the soul of man is what is transformed as well as the spirit after death to be judged yes so all three as important as each but know this today that there are two spirits that dwell in the world today just as we have two kingdoms and we have heaven and hell we also have two spirits we have the spirit of god as well as that of the devil but note both can't reside in one man even the scriptures tells us that you can't serve two masters at the same time so we have one spirit given to us the very same spirit that god and breath into the nostrils of adam god's very own spirit the holy righteous character of god that helps us to commune okay and we also have in the world today the spirit of the devil that enables all those who accept it to go contrary to god's word nature and spirit but in light with our topic for this series we'll be talking about one of the spirits that's the god-given spirit the holy spirit that is the holy righteous character of god so for the step one that was just the introduction of what we're going to be discussing so the for the step one we're going to talk about who is the holy spirit who is the holy spirit so who is the holy spirit we know and believe that the Holy Spirit is co-equal with God the Father and God the Son and is of the same essence. Yet in terms of function, he is also distinct. Note that the Holy Spirit is also spoken of as God and um, is also spoken of as God in the scriptures, yes. And a Christian who is indwelt by the Spirit is indwelt by God. So in other words, they are one and the same thing. An absence of the Holy Spirit is the mark of the unsaved. That is to say, an unbeliever cannot have the Holy Spirit because that is God's Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a seal showing that we belong to God. A seal of ownership. That was how the Bible put it. That was how the scriptures put it. A seal of ownership. So the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. The closest companion a believer can have. The comforter. 
according to John chapter 14 verse 16 to 17 and it says I will ask the father and he will give you another helper who will stay with you forever he is the spirit who reveals the truth about God the one um, the world cannot receive him because it cannot see him or know him but you know him because he remains with you and he is in you okay so he is the comforter according to John chapter 14 verse 16 to 17 other translations have it as the comforter and other translations have it as the helper so the Holy Spirit is not just um, a mere feeling or a force he's expressly God he's expressly God okay he's God in expression the intent manifestation of God and we can see that in John 15 26 another is that the Holy Spirit is someone of the same nature character and function has God as God okay function as God he is a teacher a guide an intercessor a comforter and so on the very best friend anyone can think of he so subordinates himself to the will and personality of Christ that he becomes the other very self of Christ that's why when we started in the introduction I said the holy righteous character of God that is the Holy Spirit so we're also going to look at some truth okay about the person of the Holy Spirit we're going to be looking at um, some basic truths about the Holy Spirit so for the first we have that the Holy Spirit is a person the Holy Spirit is a person okay truth be told being a person that means the Holy Spirit has feelings he can become sad or angry um, others can blaspheme against him or even resist him okay and we can see that in um in matthew chapter 12 matthew 12 verse um 31 and so i tell you that people can be forgiven of any sin and any evil thing they say but whosoever says evil things against the holy spirit will not be forgiven okay other translations have it as whosoever blasphemes against the holy spirit okay so we're also going to look at ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 and do not make god's holy spirit sad for the spirit is god's mark of ownership on you a guarantee that the day will come when god will set you free other translations have it as do not grieve the holy spirit okay so for the second point we have that the holy spirit has intentions the holy spirit has intentions shows willfulness and discretion loves communicates testifies teaches and prays in other words intercedes and we can see that in romans chapter 8 verse 26 to 27 okay next is that the holy spirit is one both with the father and with the son the Holy Spirit is co-equal and co-eternal with God and Jesus. In activity of the Spirit, he, he was never given to us in scriptures in isolation from the person and the work of Christ or in isolation from the eternal will of the Father. This, um, that's to say that he is, he is joined with them in Trinity. He is joined with them. He is one as the Father and one as the Son. Okay, there was no isolation of the work of Christ from the Holy Spirit and isolation of the will of the Father from the Holy Spirit. So this leads us to the next point, And that says that the Holy Spirit was the agent of creation. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 2, we see that the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And in Hebrew, the word spirit is translated as ruach, which means breath. 
so God spoke spoke and things came into being that is to say that the breath of the Almighty which is Ruach Elohim is the agent of trans um, um, the agent of creation the spirit in um, the spirit um, that is irresistible okay that's the irresistible power by which God accomplishes his purpose the breath of God that means the Holy Spirit was present in creation okay and in creation it was the power and energy of the spirit that spoke words into existence the power and the energy of the spirit that spoke words into existence okay also the Holy Spirit is not only the agent of creation but also the agent of God's new creation in Christ that is to say that the Holy Spirit is the author of new birth and we can see that in John 3 verse 5 looking at the story um, where Jesus said you don't you you would you should be born of um, you should be born of the water you should be born of water and of the Spirit okay you will not only be baptized in water but you should also be baptized in the Spirit okay that's john john chapter 3 verse 5 john 3 5 that was where we got that that he also aside being the agent of transformation he is the agent of god's new creation okay and jesus answered i'm telling you the truth no one can see the king of of god without being born again that was in verse 3 and in verse 5 he said i'm telling you the truth replied jesus no one can enter the kingdom of god without being born of water and of the spirit okay that was the story of nicodemus okay so and again the holy spirit is the author of scriptures the holy spirit is the author of scriptures yes and we can see that in second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 all scripture is inspired by god and is useful for teaching the truth rebuking error correcting faults and giving instruction for right living so second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 tells us this that holy spirit is the author of scriptures the concept of inspiration is entirely related to the work of god the holy spirit okay and peter also affirms this in second peter chapter 1 verse 21 yes and says for no prophetic message ever came just from human will but people were under the control of the holy spirit as they spoke the message that came from God so the scriptures exist as a result of the outstanding breath of the Holy Spirit okay and for another point we have that the life full of the Holy Spirit helps in building the body of Christ it's impossible to build the body of Christ without the Holy Spirit in Christendom a life filled with the Holy Spirit should be the norm Okay, so with the presence of the Holy Spirit, the church can go, the body of Christ can go. Okay, and we also have that the power of the Holy Spirit changes lives. This is the last point. The power of the Holy Spirit changes lives. That is to say that a life filled with the Holy Spirit experiences a change in and at all sides. And you'll be a witness of that. A life with the Holy Spirit comes with experiences. Okay, the Holy Spirit is not a silent being. Holy Spirit loves to manifest. Okay, so you would be a witness because there is going to be lots of changes. Okay, the Holy Spirit comes with a change of heart, attitudes, modes of, of thinking, dress sense, you know, always. So these are the personalities of the Holy Spirit. And this is my counsel for you today. And I'm going to end on this note. It's very vital to know the Holy Spirit. Learn to relate with Him. 
understand him and manifest him always like i said the holy spirit is not a silent being it's very important that we know who the holy spirit is learn to relate with him he's someone we can relate with a helper a comforter a friend a teacher a guide okay you should learn to relate with him understand him and manifest him always but note one can't do or experience this if one doesn't have any relationship with god like we said god the father the holy spirit is a seal of ownership so you can't have the holy spirit or even relate with him or manifest him if you don't have a relationship with the father the holy spirit is a seal of ownership saying that you belong to god so please dedicate yourself to god come back to god because the whole experience the whole experience with the holy spirit is wonderful the whole experience is wonderful with the holy spirit we're going to be seeing that in subsequent episodes to come so dedicate yourself to him come back he loves you he wants you he wants to own you he wants to have his ownership he wants you to experience his benefits promises and inheritances heritage in god he wants you to enjoy that so for you to have the holy spirit you have to come to god and if you're already with god rededicate yourself to him rededicate yourself to him because those who are without christ on the last day are without mercy those who are without christ on the last day are without mercy just say father come into my heart come and be my savior come and save me come and trans translate me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear son just release your heart to him and he would come into it and transform your life okay because jesus is real i pray that god will help us all in jesus name amen so this is the end of the episode one of our october series uh, we're treating the topic engaging the spirit which is the holy spirit the righteous holy righteous character of jesus so i can't wait to get back to us on the episode two where we're going to be talking about the purposes and dimensions of the spirit and i trust that the lord is going to teach us a lot so i wish you a happy week ahead and shalom stay blessed